0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Thrive with Asbury Seminary podcast. I'm your host, Heidi E. Wilcox, bringing you conversations with authors, thought leaders, and people just like you who are looking to connect where your passion meets the world's deep need. Today on the podcast, I had the real privilege of talking to Reverend Dr. Germa Bishaw. Dr. Bishaw is a 2019 Asbury Seminary alum and presently serves as the director of the Gratitude Initiative in Great Britain. The Gratitude Initiative is a charity that exists to promote the sharing of gratitude to change the social imagination that leads to relational transformation, a fulfilled self, a sense of belonging, and a harmonious and just society. So they'll be formally launching the Gratitude Initiative on November 28th. And we talk a little bit about that in the podcast. We talk about what the Gratitude Initiative is, Gurma's own story of developing a lifestyle of gratitude, the benefits to us of making gratitude a practice, not just in the month of November, but throughout the entire year, and ways that looking for the good can help us resolve conflict and build unity in our own communities. Let's listen. You have been a pastor, a church planner, and you have worked with and founded organizations with the goal of empowering others. Tell, could you tell us a little bit about your call to ministry?
1: So I came to know the Lord uh, while I was in, uh, back home in Ethiopia. So originally I'm from Ethiopia, so I came to uh, Britain in 1990. I think, I think I came to know the Lord um, personally um, two years prior to coming to Britain. And I came here, and I joined Ethiopian uh, church. Well, it wasn't a church actually; it's a fellow. It was a fellowship, and I was kind of discipled there. And then eventually, um, uh, my conviction to enter into ministry grew in me. Um, pre- previously, my interest was in accounting. I did, I was studying accounting back home, so I, my my plan was to continue doing that, but. Uh, I felt that um, the Lord was calling me into to, to ministry, kind of. It's like it's, it was just a, a very natural progress, uh, like being burdened by first an urge to kind of disciple people, uh, to have a heart for new converts. And then as I give my, myself um, to it, trying to kind of disciple and teach follow-up classes it just uh, it just naturally grew in me. Uh, and um, uh, eventually um, I kind of responded to that call and started, I, I did, uh, I studied, I did uh, uh, my first degree in theology and Christian ministry. And that had a practical engagement kind of mission and doing all sorts of um, ministries alongside the studies. And after I, I graduated, my, from my um, university, uh, doing my first degree, I came back to the church and um, started doing the discipleship and teaching new converts uh, classes. And the, the church <coughs> recognized my my giftings. And then in, in, in nineteen ninety eight, they kind um, of the elders um, of the fellowship actually it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't. I think it became church, uh, church. And I mean, it was a, a very informal kind of fellowship, but the fellowship grew um, through time. And in 1998, the church, you know, the fellowship called me to, to be a pastor of the church. So since wow. 19, 1998, I have been um, a pastor in Ethiopian Eritrean church wow. until 2014.
0: Okay, wow. How did you come from how did you come from Ethiopia to Britain?
1: So I came to, to uh, Britain, um, not really kind of um, out of interest or kind of out you know, because I wanted to to go out. It was just, it was just uh, uh, Ethiopia was in civil war with Eritrea, and um, oh, okay. it was under a communist regime. So the government was taking young people to war, to the war front, where the war that we didn't believe because it was a civil war, and kind of they were we brothers and sisters, and we didn't really believe in in the war. And also, the the government was not giving um, adequate uh, training for um, the people who he was uh, the, the people they were recruiting. So. I used to see quite a lot of people coming back from war, amputated, and and a lot of things were happening. Mm. So I had to uh, leave the country at the time. So um, it just—I did not know anything about Britain. Um, so by sheer providence, by God's grace, I was given a, a, a tourist visa, and <laughs> uh, uh, it, that was just funny because um, because they know that they're not going if. Any young person leave Ethiopia at that time, uh, they know they knew that uh, we were not going back. But still, uh, I don't know how I got the visa to come to Britain as a as a young man, um, you know, with a tourist visa. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. how I came to Britain.
0: That would be difficult, I'm sure, it was, to have to it leave was, under those was, conditions.
1: It was very difficult because that was the first time leaving my family, and I've had—I didn't know anybody in oh, yeah. in 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 Britain, and I wasn't expecting to meet anyone at the airport. And I had two hundred fifty dollar in my pocket, you know. There was just absolutely—it oh, wow. it was the phase I have, I had in God that really sustained me uh, through that time. Wow. Uh, but uh, but wow. yeah, uh, so.
0: Yeah. From the very beginning, you were kind of adopted at first by the Ethiopian Christian Fellowship Church, and then just kind of grew in your role and became moved from being a lay person to having a leadership role. Exactly,
1: and and that's that's um, I'm 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 really grateful to God because you know people have witnessed my kind of progress in my um, discipleship um, and my. Um, relationship with Christ and in ministry uh, as well through time. And to be, uh, you know, to be acknowledged by the church and the kind of the people who knew you from the beginning um, and to to um, endorse you as a pastor was uh, a great honor. Uh, yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Why you, because you started the Gratitude Initiative in 2015 because yeah. you said yeah. you stopped you stopped pastoring full time yeah. in 2014. Yeah. Why was yeah. 2015 the right time to start the gratitude initiative?
1: One of the the the, the struggles I had when I was pastoring Ethiopian church uh, was I mean it was um, a very you know effective ministry in a way. I mean we we had um, another two three pastors afterwards and we were planting churches and our congregation was. Relatively um, big, considering where we are. But my 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 main struggle uh, was the fact that we are in Britain, but we were doing ministry to Ethiopian and Eritrean congregation, and we are speaking our language, we preach in our language, but we live and associate and, and kind of work together with um, you know the wider community. But when it comes to church, we can't be able to invite them to our church because. That you know, it's very uh, you know they they don't speak our language and they don't, so that that became yes. I, I became um, unsettled with that uh, you know that became really uh, a question. So I, I keep on asking: Are we here just to be a blessing for to reach our own uh, ethnicity, or is there a wider responsibility? That we, or is there a wide? How can we be a blessing for Britain? Uh, you know. How can we be a part wow, of yeah. the work of God in Britain? What, it, what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus Christ in, the, in, the, in, a, in a diaspora context? So that question became really persistent in, in my, persistent in my heart, in my mind and, and also, as I said to you, um, you know, I, I, have, I have had um, a, a heart of gratitude for Britain, because as I told you, I came. Uh, with $250 in my pocket knowing absolutely nothing and no one I was received, I was accepted and I was given a place to live and money to live by opportunity to study and to become a contributor in the society. So I I was really grateful of the generosity that I have experienced in Britain. So there is there is that aspect um, of gratitude in my heart throughout. So I'm always, always Thankful of the generosity um, that I have seen and experienced in Britain. You know, although I, I was grateful, um, there wasn't any kind of platform where, where I can uh, say thank you to the, to the British people or kind of the generosity to really yeah. share uh, what it means for me to, to be in Britain. But uh, so that, that, that aspect of uh, my gratitude was there in my heart. And this questioning of the limitation and the, the, the exclusiveness of our ministry bothered me a lot. And then I started to connect with churches mm-hmm. around the area and then started to see, um, you know, just a very diverse um, churches in the area, kind of with uh, native churches, the Church of England, uh, other um, ethnic churches and other denominations, I just keep on going to, to them in their pastoral meeting, in their uh, whatever meeting, and, and and started to connect and try to see, to do something, to, to find, um, you know, how asking how can we collaborate, how can we work t- together, how can we be a blessing um, to the community around us. And that is when I started the uh, Life Festival, the Life Festival Enterprise, where we... Um, kind of galvanized the local churches to do mission together in a, in a local park. So that became instrumental. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So life enterprise or life festival enterprise was kind of the precursor to the gratitude initiative with all the different church, well, several different churches coming together for one service. Is that right?
1: That's right. That's right. So, but, but, but what I, so in it, so in the, in, in, the, in the, in the, Process of uh, starting that festival, I discovered that there are um, kind of animosities. There, there, there were resentments, uh, and kind of uh, the unity when people come together. The unity is very superficial. Uh, there were issues that they were not comfortable to talk about. If you know what I mean. Uh mm-hmm.
0: huh.
1: So, um, yes, I
0: do.
1: so that that and, and then I, I, tried, I tried to kind of talk to them. And you know, when I see, uh, like when we are uh, when we when I am with ethnic minorities or um with my non white friends, the conversation is different when we are together with them and then kind of, I saw, I said, why don't we raise these issues together? Uh, You know, why don't we issue? Why don't we tackle it? They they were afraid to raise it because there wasn't any kind of safe platform or safe environment or kind of a a framework that will help us to have a heart to heart talk. Mm We, without being angry or condemning. So, um, so that that became a burden to me as well. And I was just started to to, to ask, okay, how can we build true unity? You know, how can we uh you know um our relationship be deeper than just doing some kind of activity, if you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, oh, go ahead, please.
1: So um so then uh, you know, I, I remember there was um, a church, not not in our area, but I just I just keep on going around to see how other churches together do. Um, uh, you know, kind of how they 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 work on their unity. So I, I um, there was uh, one church together that I visited, and I discovered that there was really really uh, they that church of together uh, churches together in a local. Borough have been together for a long time, but, and they are very diverse uh, leadership um, team. But but the the, the the kind of the issue uh, among them was really 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 um, uh, problematic. I mean, there was issues, and they were not willing to address it. So I had a, a conversation with oh, yeah. the leader of that particular church together, and he told me that he couldn't allow. This kind of issues to be raised because he said um, he said it will be volatile. It will destroy the fellowship because we don't know we, there isn't any framework where we can have uh, that conversation, and that really you know enhanced um, the the burden and kind of the prayer. I just keep on praying and asking God and how how are we going to if we fail to be to build a true unity in you. Well then, what hope do we have to, to encourage harmony in the community, in the wider community? So then, uh, so that is kind of one one if you see, you know one. Uh, so the, my heart of gratitude to Britain, and then this 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 problem, I I, I saw gratitude yeah. to gratitude could how gratitude could be a framework where we can have a, a constructive conversation you know
0: yes so yeah so tell us about the gratitude initiative that seeks to provide this framework tell us about what it is
1: so gratitude the the the, the whole aspect of the gratitude the principle the philosophy of gratitude itself is a very uh, it's a very a powerful a powerful principle because if i come to you and start my conversation with acknowledging with with kind of with expressing my gratitude to you, not just flattering, not just um you know lip service, but really with content, what you, what our relationship means to me, then I can really raise any other issue, and you wouldn't be defensive or you wouldn't be um you, would, you know you would be able to listen to me because you can see that I am raising these issues not to condemn you. But actually, to make our relationship better, mm-hmm. so that that gratitude could create that uh, framework. Just just uh, to give you an example, let me tell you kind of a story. Uh, that in the story oh, might yes. be very very helpful. So, in 2018, I met. I was in central London um, in the evening, and I met this two couple. Uh, they are um, very middle class Porsche. Um, couple, you can see that they are really kind of, uh, they were coming from a uh, dinner uh, evening and they were just standing waiting for a pickup and I was waiting for my friend. So it was evening and then there was two two other people going, passing by. They were talking very loudly and in a very funny way. And then um, the ladies, you know, they made us laugh and the ladies started to have conversation with me. And then she she said to me afterwards, she said, I am ashamed of my country, Britain. And she said, uh, she wow. started to list uh, the problems. She said, oh, uh, look at the immigration law, look at the racism, look at the hate crime, look at the Brexit. You know, uh, when, at that time we were in the process of going out of uh, um, Europe. So there mm-hmm. was this kind of, really very divisive uh, conversation going on in the, in, the, in the country. So she was, she said, she just started to list the problems. And then, obviously, as an African, as a black man, she was expecting me to add some more on the problems. And then <laughs> yes. I, I, I said to her, I, I'm sorry, madame, I, I don't agree with you. And then she said, what do you mean you don't agree with me? I said, because I said because Britain is not just that. There are qualities in this country that we sometimes take it as granted. And I, I started to list the qualities that I, because I've been reflecting quite a lot, I just listed the, the, the qualities that I have witnessed in Britain. And she just couldn't believe that this African man actually Contradicts her um, of her opinion of her country and saying uh, about Britain like this, and she said, "I'm sorry to ask you, to to ask you, but where are you from? How can you say this?" I said, <laughs> I, "I said I came from Ethiopia with this, you know what I told you. I with this amount of money, I didn't have anybody, and I was given this and this and this, and I am what I am today by the grace of God and by the generosity of the British people." And then she started crying, and then she said to me, "No, no, no. We are the one who are grateful. Where would Britain be without the migrant community? Look at the, our hospitals. Look at this. Look at." And then I said, "No, no, no. We are the one who are grateful." No, she said, "No, no. We are the one." <laughs> you know, the atmosphere that was created wow. was so beautiful. None of us wanted to go. That you know, it was beautiful. Just, it was just amazing. And if I had any kind of uh, Negative feeling and negative experiences in in Britain, I would have I would have to- I would have shared it with her, and she would have listened to me without uh, any mm-hmm. de- defensiveness, and that would have brought healing to my pain, and and reconciliation would have happened. So how gratitude is disarming, and how it actually um, opens us up and kind of m- help us to list to be able to listen it kind of create a, a psychological space in our mind which is, which is mm-hmm. not suffocated by uh defend trying to defend ourselves or kind of trying to uh, justify or something like that you know that that psychological space where there is no condemnation or you are not being the center of um, kind of some kind of anger or anything that so so this is kind of this. Is, I, I I really witnessed um, the power of gratitude in changing our conversations, in changing the way we look at each other. I know that the lady have changed. I mean, her her uh, her perception of the migrant community it has changed totally for, forever. I think from that conversation, gratitude could be a framework where we can have a difficult conversation and raise neg- difficult issues and And be able to move forward, um, if you know what I mean,
0: yes, definitely. So how does the gratitude because this was an encounter that you had, yeah, um, which is beautiful. How does yeah. the gratitude initiative encourage and promote harmony and a gratitude culture? And I okay. believe one of the words that um, I read in the description mm-hmm. about it was uh, wanted to change the social imagination, That's so it. I guess what what do you mean when you say the social imagination, and how do you how do you do that?
1: Our imagination is informed by um, obviously ideas, experiences, our imagination of the other. You know, Um, so our imagination of the other is you know come about by our experiences and by. Uh, the ideas that we heard about that person that you know um, that individual or community uh, or you know, or each other through through time, so gratitude um, is kind of the ability to perceive and also the ability to uh, recognize the good so it's a kind of kind uh, of a, a, uh, a decision or a choice that uh, we encourage individuals to make to start with. The positive to, to try to see the positive, try to see um, kind of the the good uh, before uh, they jump mm-hmm. on uh, the, the the kind of the the wrongs or the negatives. So um, yes. so what we're we're we what we have been doing, what gratitude initiative I've been doing, for example, I mean, to to catalyze this change of imagination is in a local in a locality, for example, what we did. Uh, in in one borough, I don't know what in one uh, um, I don't know what you you say in community uh, in in, uh, in in America and in one borough in one area, oh, yes. yeah. So we we um, so we we uh, we went there and we said, uh, look, there are um, public sector workers and charities who are uh, benefiting and helping um, the the community that that borough particular borough and. You know, whenever we have, um, whenever we have a complaint about our services, we we go. We have a platform to complain. Uh, we, you know, when, whenever we want to challenge, we have a platform to challenge. But where is the platform okay. for us to appreciate and celebrate and kind of express our gratitude for the services that we have received for years? So we went there and, and invited. The public sector uh, workers and like cleaners, teachers, nurses, doctors, police, fire brigade—you know—all sorts of uh, public wow. sector uh, workers, uh, uh, representatives, and also charities who are, who are really a life a lifeline for our community. So they, so we we uh, organized a very big dinner for them, and we invited the mayor of the, the local mayor and kind of significant leaders to come. And then we said to them, look, we are here uh, to say thank you uh, and to express our gratitude as community leaders. And, and I, I, we walked around, invited community leaders and we said, look, we, we, you know, church leaders, community leaders, and we said, look, we, 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 we need to, you know, we, we are organizing this dinner to express our gratitude. So we will be having, you know, wearing a bow tie. And one of some of the pictures that you have seen there is actually from uh, from that event so um, we we, oh, we, wow. we were serving them uh, drinks and dinner and expressing our gratitude there they we honored them we we really ex- uh, expressed our heartfelt gratitude for the services that we have received for years so for them that was absolutely um empowering you know uh it was i mean mm-hmm. some of them were really emotional because the the only thing they have been hearing from the community for a very long time is very ne- kind of negative they they are they are remembered when things are wrong when the garbage are not collected mm-hmm. uh, uh when <laughs> you know that kind of thing so uh-huh. so 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 for for leaders to stand in front of them and to say thank you Was really um, a great joy to receive that gratitude, but we didn't stay. We didn't stop there. We said to them, "Okay, now uh, we have." And also, the schools were involved. So children were asked to write a gratitude card for uh, the the public sector workers and also the charities. For the children, we were teaching kind of children also to um, to think. Uh, gratefully to appreciate what, what the what yes. the communities are doing, and we put the cards on the table for them to look at, and also we said uh, we gave them um, kind of on different table on uh, each tables we we put two three organizations and asked the people who are sitting on the table to write uh, gratitude to those uh, particular organizations, so for them to. So to think about okay, what are we grateful about this community? What is this this organization doing? And and oh my goodness, I mm-hmm. didn't know that they are doing this. And we can act and discovering that, uh, discovering and looking at that um, particular uh, organization in a positive way and uh, created uh, actually um, uh, for them to think oh well, we can uh, they, we can actually collaborate on this and they are doing this. so that uh-huh. uh, they were they were. Uh, they were not only receiving gratitude; they were not only experiencing the the joy of receiving gratitude, but also the joy of giving gratitude. So yes. afterwards, afterwards, uh, few organizations were, were asking us how um, whether we can give them training to uh, promote a gratitude culture in their organization. So um, and to have a, a workshop for young people for. Um, for children as well, so that's what we are we are heading um, to do. But also gratitude. Um, shall I go on?
0: Oh yes, please go on. This is so, lovely.
1: So uh, and the other thing is kind of to have a, um, a national celebration. Uh, we meant to have at Saint Paul's Cathedral gratitude uh, celebration in 2018, and then also in 2020, uh, 20 actually September last September, but Corona. Came and uh, it didn't work out. Now we are launching the initiative for the first time from the House of Lords on the twenty eighth of November uh, this year. So, um, so we wow. want. What, yeah, what
0: is it that you're launching this year? Uh,
1: the, the initiative. We I'm have sorry, never, what is... uh, the gratitude initiative. You know the 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 charity. Oh, you're the grat- launching
0: it formally. Are launching
1: for the, yeah, exactly. Formally at uh, a national uh, nationally. Oh,
0: that's- so exciting because yeah. I that's the bad on me with my research but I thought it was already launched and out there because I saw your beautiful website and all the things that's very exciting
1: yeah it's it's actually uh, coming up on the 28th of uh November and we have lines of uh, very prominent um uh leaders and um academicians contributing on the day just talking about gratitude oh, and wow. how yeah so uh, that's wonderful so one of the ways as i said is working with the community as we did and also to make a uh, gratitude um our website uh, information center where people would come and find anything to, to do with gratitude any kind of information any books any if there is any trainings that, that, that they need we want to provide that we want to be the hub of uh, uh gratitude the uh, information have of gratitude and also we are planning to to have um the last sunday of may as a, 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 as a, a gratitude sunday so we are working with churches mm-hmm. to make that sunday a gratitude sunday and um really express their gratitude to god and also to identify people in their community in the church who have done Amazing work in the community. Uh, Contributed something to the community and recognize them and celebrate them and kind of really in that way encourage gratitude culture in Britain. And we are yeah. also working on the curriculum um, for schools, um, for primary schools and secondary schools. You know, to, to propose um, for Church of England schools as well as for the government schools to adopt um, that gratitude. So. You know, you have a Thanksgiving Day in America, but we don't have um, no. Thanksgiving Day in, in Britain. So we are, our, our, our yeah. aspiration is to have a, a gratitude day and a gratitude national day eventually in Britain.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. What kind of uh, curriculum are you hoping to create for children in school?
1: I'm working with um, psychologists, um, you know, gra- who have done uh, a research on gratitude how gratitude um, helps our well-being, enhances our well-being, like Mm -hmm. um, in terms of mental health, in terms of emotional uh, well-being, in terms of uh, how gratitude helps uh, our relationship um, and how it actually helps. Um, there, There have been quite a lot of research done in, in America. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. I am working with uh, one professor in Cal- university in the University of California who have done a curriculum for uh, secondary school, I don't know wh- how you call it upper uh, school. So we, see, we say okay. it secondary school. Mm-hmm. so yes. so, okay. it is t- so it is to teach children the benefit of the, the psychological, physical, relational benefit of gratitude. And kind of yeah. um, it, it, with all sorts of play, all sorts of story, all sorts of activities, and creatively kind of uh, by helping them in, to engage, and then um, kind of appreciate, um, kind of reflect back, and say, okay, what do you appreciate? What, how do you do this? You know, because of because of the help of this person and that person, and you know, you know. So, what do you feel about it? And I'm grateful. That kind of really helping them to realize because. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, so that is how, that is um, what we are. It's kind of an early stage at the moment, but um, I have some Mm -hmm. curriculums which has been developed by psychologists, but we want to have a kind of theological input into it as well, spiritual input input into it as well. So um, that is kind of a kind of curriculum that we we are planning uh, to provide
0: definitely and i love the whole the whole goal of the gratitude initiative to promote mm-hmm. gratitude across the culture and to provide training for it. i never thought about being trained in gratitude but just from my own experience it's not something that i gravitate to naturally so i i love it that there's a training opportunity out there why why do we have to be trained to be thankful for things?
1: So you know our tendency, or kind of as a human being, the default position for us is to focus on the negative. In fact, um, mm-hmm. a while ago there was a study done by neurologists, uh, and who said that um, at best it is only thirty percent of our thoughts are uh, on the day our thoughts are uh, positive. Seventy percent, seventy percent are negative. So you can imagine what this means to our well-being individually as well as socially. So it is, it, uh-huh. it, it takes intentional, intentional decision to you know to observe the positive around us. You know, uh, for me, you know, gratitude is um, mm-hmm. the ability to perceive the wonders of nature, the wonders of humanity, the wonders of life, the wonders of God's goodness around us you know it's um it's uh, it's kind of the ability to see the extraordinariness of the ordinary days events encounters mm-hmm. and occasions you know we don't need to wait to win a lottery or to go to uh, you know where uh, or i don't know Himalayas to discover the extraordinary so ordinariness of our day we just need to be grateful observant and we will discover wow. that all along Ordinary days are full of extraordinary occurrences. So it's it's the most powerful way of uh, living. It's a kind of recognition of the giftedness of life. You know, as um, I think it was Paul uh, who said that. Uh, you know, uh, I think in, in, you know for Corinth, for the Church of Corinth, he said, um, "What do you have that you didn't receive?" It's a rhetorical question. He said. Yes. Uh, You know, what do you have? And if you did receive it, why do you post as though you didn't? So, you know, so all is a gift to us. And our response, you know, should be gratitude, not posting or considering ourselves superior than others. So this this gratitude is really an acknowledgement of the giftedness of life. Mm -hmm. And also it's kind of endorsing a life of Sabbath. It's starting our day's hours and starting our conversation with the acknowledgement of the good. Because, you know, um, as you know, in the Bible, as human beings, we started our existence with Sabbath, you know, joining God yeah, in, his uh-huh. Sabbath, in His Sabbath, and from a place of rest, a place of fulfillment, and a place of, uh, you know, in agreement with God for, uh, for the primacy of goodness. You know, after creation, mm-hmm. um, in Genesis, uh, it says that God saw that it was good. After creating, you know, every day God was saying, God says, he looks back what he has done and say this is good. So, you know, so mm-hmm. we, we started our day, you know, our first day, really by agreeing with God uh, with the primacy of goodness. So even after the fall... Redemption reveals to us that good still has its primacy. Therefore, we should start by acknowledging the good, expressing our gratitude for the for the good. So being thankful for the good. So 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 when we have, you know, we have six days to complain. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) six days to complain, but starting our week with one day of gratefulness, or our day with one hour of gratitude we, we have 23 hours yes. left to, to complain and one hour is one minute of gratitude and 59 minutes of complain if we want to and one one sec one um, <laughs> second with 59 you know one second in in a minute to to start with that gratitude so this sabbatical approach to life this this Acknowledgement yes. of the good is a really a profound, life changing, transformational perspective, in my in my opinion.
0: Yes, definitely. On your website, you told the the story that I found very interesting about the boll weevil that came yeah. to the U.S. in yeah. the early 1900s, yeah. and then. Yeah. Uh, devoured a good portion of the cotton crop. And because of that, the farmers started planting uh, peanuts. So they found, and then they were very grateful uh, for the boll weevil because it helped them be even more successful than they had been. Um, But I guess I'm kind of, because it's, I guess I'm thinking about you and your story as it relates to the story of the boll weevil because you had a lot of reasons to be ungrateful Definitely. and or not or to be not see the good because um coming to Ethiopia from to or coming from Ethiopia to Great Britain it wasn't an easy transition it probably wasn't how you had pictured your life going yeah. at that moment
1: yeah.
0: like how did you start practicing gratitude
1: Yeah you know I think that's that's really um a very interesting way of looking at kind of relating it to my my own life you know sometimes we um, we only see the good uh, that has been done or given to us that would help us in life, but actually the the bad things mm-hmm. that happen to us uh, could actually be kind of the stepping the stepping stone for us to go to our destiny or to a better life. And you know, so all mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible obviously says that uh, all things work together for good. Um, to transform our life to the likeness of Christ, and also really to help us um, be where God wants us to be. So the the so the really I, I think to be in Britain and and the the fear the uncertainty that that I was feeling on on the way here and kind of to come here and kind of to 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 discover to 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 be cared for and to um, to be treated as a human being, and and uh, and kind of you know, I haven't contributed anything. My family haven't contributed anything towards Britain mm-hmm. and Ethiopia. have never contributed anything towards you know. This is kind of a sheer uh, generosity. As I, 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 this is how I see it, and that that mm-hmm. that's really um, kind of invoked uh, an attitude of gratitude in me. And kind of uh, that is one really uh, significant. But but I think I think at in a, in a basic level, as Christian, I think what also created kind of a, a gratitude disposition in me is uh, the very fact that Christ loved me and um, you know came to me while I was his enemy. You know, he embraced me not not after I changed, not after I. You know, I uh, kind of, I became what, what uh, he wanted me to be. Uh, but, uh, but while I was his enemy, while I was, a, you know, in a very unacceptable um, uh, condition, he embraced me and, and kind of that his embrace yeah. revealed um, my sin to myself and also motivated me to follow him, to love me. And that, that kind of created that, um, triggered that gratitude, immense gratitude, uh, as a kind of response, um, it became kind of a disposition. It's not just sporad- sporadic uh, occurrence, but something kind of a gratitude state in me. I think uh, you know mm-hmm. that, that to to life, to God, and to, to see to consider my life as a uh, to, as a gratitude to God, living my life as a as a gratitude as an expression of gratitude to God. And that is, I think that contributed to the way I started to um, practice gratitude as well.
0: Yeah. Are there specific things that you do to practice gratitude, to kind ah, of train your heart okay. and your mind?
1: So, um, so, yeah. So every day, um, uh, you know, the, my first um, in the morning when I, when I pray, my first List of uh, list is gratitude. It kind of counting and really um, specific things that that I appreciate God about. So you know, gradually, uh-huh. initially, I used to write write them down. It really, taught me to reflect on. It could be could be five things. It could be three things. It could be one thing that I I, I was really deeply grateful about, and that would take my time really expressing my gratitude, thanking God about. But Really, uh, and uh, kind of writing uh, those things, but gradually it became. It, I will. I don't even actually wait for morning time or a kind of a particular time. It just becomes. It becomes now natural for me to think. You know, it just the list started to grow, to grow, and kind of it became a lifestyle to me now. After I don't know, uh, after all these years, it become a, a but. But oh, yeah. writing um, and also talking about what we do in our in our um, family is that we talk about our you know what we are grateful about. We just ask ask my children, my wife, yeah, you know, and then we 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 discuss uh, we talk about it and then we thank God uh, about the, the good things that we have experienced. So as a family, um, talking about the good things that happen and also personally writing it in, initially. initially uh, and also uttering it out to god um t- telling him look at look you know telling him thanking him about um those things as well
0: was it was it easy for you to develop this lifestyle of gratitude because i guess i for me because i want to i do it a little bit yeah. kind of make a list sometimes but i want to i mean i can do better because i Definitely can focus on the negative. And so I guess I kind of want to see kind of the finish line in sight. How long does it take? <laughs> and I'm saying that kind of tongue-in-cheek too. You can't see my face, so you can't see that I'm smiling. <laughs> but I do kind of like, how long do I have to do this before it just comes naturally to me to be more positive?
1: Gratitude is kind of really, when you are grateful, you are actually acknowledging your limitation and your need for others. Oh, you know, uh, sometimes in the Western culture, um, I mean, it is a very general statement, I know, but uh, um, there's individual, individualistic kind of approach to life that we think we are where we are um, somehow by our own endeavor. But when you think about life, really from birth to death, our life is the contribution of thousands and thousands of people. And, and you know, and when you, when, you, when you really start to see that, then, you know, you, you you see, then you need for others. I mean, like everything, everything you do, everything, in everything you need the other person. So that the, the kind of really to begin to see, I think it starts from seeing, uh, intentionally uh, to observing, to be an observant of our surroundings and kind of the, Things around us. so it takes time. I think it takes time it, because, as I said, um, <laughs> we have we have been we have been our seventy percent of our um, um, thoughts have been negative. So that's kind of being is that's human. So it, it's intentional exercise, intentional exercise of it without being hard on ourselves yes. it would be, I think, uh, uh, helpful.
0: Oh yes, did you say not being hard on ourselves? That's right. Yes. Yes, for not getting it quite right to begin with. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> so so if, we, if you become hard on, on ourselves uh, and then, you know, uh, start to say, oh, I'm not grateful, then that actually have a negative effect uh, and to say, Lord, you know, to say, to admit that, we are. It, it takes the grace of God. It takes God to help us really to cultivate the heart of gratitude and and kind of. It is actually a response to mm. His command as well.
0: Definitely, because we have to have grace for ourselves that's and right. grace for others. That comes from God. Not yes. Yeah. That's yes. I love that. So as we've talked about before, um, we're recording in November, a couple of weeks before thanksgiving week in the u.s um but i think for many in the u.s and around the world it's not just limited to the u.s um because of covid thanksgiving gatherings and celebrations and as we approach christmas and different holiday get-togethers it all is going to look different this year so what are some ways that even that we can practice gratitude even in the midst of this difficult time that we're in right now
1: you know, in uh, in 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 Britain, I mean, di- during the lockdown, we uh, we are uh, initially yes. as well as uh, now, what we have seen, um, what we, I mean, you know, sometimes it's not it's it is, it is not just we are, it's not just a response a respond to the the good things that people have done for us. It's actually witnessing what uh, one person is doing to the other that creates gratitude in us. Mm. Really, you know, kind of really observing and seeing um, if if you see someone or um, a community doing something for other person, then by expressing our gratitude to that to that community or to that person. People might not necessarily yeah. contribute to us, but they have done it to other people. So starting acknowledging that and people it means a, a, a great deal really um, for that uh, individual uh, or for that community uh, to get uh, a, an acknowledgement of the thank you card and I appreciate what you have done for this person. We are really grateful of your kindness. It would be uh, a good thing. And uh, and also mm-hmm. I think to make a phone call, uh, just one phone call, mm-hmm. or it could be um, somebody that we haven't talked to, to for a long time. It could be someone that mean a lot to us like who have contributed uh, it could be in our uh, educational venture or in any you know family relative that we haven't talked to uh, it's a very hard you know it's a hard time now just calling to calling to see how are you yes. doing and kind of that is that is and an, that is uh, you know you are you are calling in response to um, appreciating what that, that person means to you. So it's it's um, it's one way of expressing our gratitude as well, kind of acknowledging um, that person's mm-hmm. contribution and, uh, as I said, writing cards. And and also um, doing some kind of really expressing our, our kindness by doing something to others people as well. It could be, as I say, yeah. this kindness calling, is that kindness, but it could also be material thing that we can do to others. Um, so, yeah, and, and really pray and reflect that the one day uh, of Thanksgiving that we uh, gave to be a lifestyle, um, to really be kind of, it may trigger or ignite a lifestyle of gratitude and Thanksgiving
0: yes cuz it's not just one day yeah. it's something that at least i hope in my life to to live out the entire the entire year and as we're talking i'm thinking about um, just see seeing anew the people that i am especially grateful for that that i that since we've talked i'm like i would like to let them know how much i appreciate them so oh. i appreciate that challenge and that encouragement from you
1: oh thank you
0: um Yes. Thank you. As we wrap up our interview, we've talked about a lot of things. Is there anything, we have one question that we ask everybody before we end, but before I ask you that one, is there anything else that you would like to talk about that I didn't know to ask you about?
1: So I, you know, kind of to to ground it biblically, you know, just, just wanting to say, you know, um, uh, gratitude, gratitude help us to, um, not just only when things are good, But also when things are not good, you know, like, you know, like, especially in Mm -hmm. relationship and a community in our church, you know, how Jesus, um, you know, Jesus' message to the seven churches, um, who were, some of them uh, were really in a very difficult, uh, very, very difficult situation. And Jesus didn't start by condemning them, by highlighting the wrong uh, in them, but he actually started by acknowledging the good. Uh, you know, acknowledging, appreciating, mm. and expressing his gratitude for what they the, the, what they have done for for his namesake and how they stand for his namesake. So, so um, really, because he was in the business of um, uh, restoration, not in the business of condemnation. So, even in, in even in conflict, even in a very difficult situation, really uh, up, try finding something to 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 focus on to uh, appreciate before we tackle the issue in a family situation, mm-hmm. in a marriage situation, in all sorts of situations, that is a very, very helpful place yeah. to be because in- the moment you move yeah. to that, you emotionally, you will be in a positive um, kind of position. And when you raise the mm-hmm. issue, you wouldn't be kind of um, emotionally dominated by the kind of the negative emotion won't be dominating you uh, when you express uh, your concerns or um, your challenges.
0: Yes, definitely, especially in, um, I keep saying in the U.S., but that's the context that I know. We've just yeah. come through this political season with lots that's of, right. and I know you mentioned Brexit in Great Britain, yeah. and so there's there's lots of people on opposite sides. And so, yeah. as you're saying, it's very important to find the good in the other to find a way to have a good conversation, yeah. even if you walk away still on opposite sides, but not as angry. That,
1: that's, that, that's, yeah. that's absolutely so that's true. That's a good
0: word, Dr. Bishaw. Thank
1: you. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now for the last question. Because okay. the show is called The Thrive with Asbury Seminary Podcast, what is one practice that is helping you thrive in your life right now?
1: Fellowship, fellowshipping. I think fellowship, meeting, meeting people, meeting new people and just just yeah. to hear their story yeah. and that 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 has been inspirational uh, for me and really helping me to to see um discover God in a new way really uh just meeting new people uh, and discovering what God is doing in their life and how God brought them where they are and really hearing their story is it has been transformational
0: yeah i'm sure I'm sure. Well, Dr. Bishaw, I really appreciate your time today and the words that you had to share. I found them challenging, especially to me, so I really appreciate it. Oh, it's a
1: pleasure. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I'm honored.
0: Oh, thank you. You're very kind. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for today's conversation with Dr. Bishaw. Just so grateful for his kindness and for his time in talking to us about gratitude. As we talked, I was reminded, challenged and encouraged to think about the people in my own life that I am especially grateful for, but sometimes take for granted. And so I hope as you listen, you had a similar moment and maybe we can all take a moment to reflect on that and to let these individuals or organizations know how they have impacted our lives. So thank you so much for listening to the conversation. I am especially grateful for you, our listeners, because we couldn't do it without you. So as always, you can follow us in all the places on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at, at Asbury Seminary. Until next time, have a great day and go do something that helps you thrive.